Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about a freshly spruced up Bruce? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I'm stinky. You're stanky. I'm stinky. <laughs> why are you stanky? So many reasons. I have two <laughs> two good reasons why I'm stinky, and I'm not stinky due to either of them, even okay. though they come from stinky natures. But I am stinky due to a a, uh, a correlated item that connects both of these things. So okay, first of all. <laughs> I woke up this morning. Every single morning, my alarm goes off. Wicket's like, it's cuddle time. And he, like, Aww. jumps up. And he's like, this is the best 10 minutes of my day. I get to, like, headbutt mom in the face. And it's just, like, a good time. And uh, he gets up in my face this morning and turns around and presents me with this, like, absolute Jackson Pollock of an asshole painting. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so bad. We recently switched cat foods. And yep. you're okay. supposed to, like, gradually like ease the cats into a thing yeah so what we've been doing is like we buy a really stupidly expensive cat food that's supposed to be really good for their stomachs and then we buy like you know the purina and just mix them together okay and we've been having like an issue with uh, our cat deeds where she's been like throwing up a lot so we're like we're just gonna switch to the the expensive stuff only and we okay. thought that like going from a 50 50 mix to just like a hundred percent the the good stuff was going to be fine for the cats, but apparently, oh no, it, it caused an upset in his stomach. So yeah, <laughs> he had a big shit mess all down the back of him, and uh, so I had to like get into the shower because, like, our shower has one of those like removable spray nozzles, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to like take it off and just like get the angle of water that you need to get into this little kitten butt, and yeah. so. I'm washing this poor little dude off and like I have to put a towel down in the bottom of the shower so he can stand on it because I don't know if you've ever tried to like he's got slippery beans yeah he's got slippery beans like whenever you put a cat down in the toilet or in the toilet sorry (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't in the toilet (laughs) his butt looked like the toilet but um no so anyway I had to put a towel down so his beans wouldn't slip all over the place and then um you know hosed him off did the whole cat shampoo and shit and then like I'm calling out to Richard like can you get me a towel so he brings me the only towel that we had that was clean at the moment he's like well we only have this one like I guess because it's like my bath towel my nice bath towel that I use for my own body (laughs) okay drying off my my cat my cat's butt with it but um the reason that we didn't have any clean towels at this moment is because rewind back (laughs) to the previous week you ever tried to install a toilet no. Okay. Thankfully, I've never had to do that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's deceptively difficult. Like you think so, it would be. I was going to ask you when you had to remove it for the people. 
They're usually like kind of grouted in there. Yeah. Did you have to like take out the grout and stuff and like, yeah. like break it out of there? I mean, it's flexible grout. It's not like grout in the tile, you know, it's like, it's like okay. rubbery stuff. So okay. it's easy to just like cut it with an exacto knife and it peels up. It's really satisfying actually. But um, yeah, so we, we'd installed the new toilet recently. And first of all, so we went to Home Depot to get a toilet and have you ever just like gone down the toilet aisle at your local hardware store? Not at all. There's like 35 different toilets out on the market right now. And like, I just wonder, <laughs> I just want to know why. Like they're, the only difference that I can imagine that people would or should need is like height differences, you know? Well, like, you know, we don't want nut guillotines going on and stuff. You, know? <laughs> you don't want the nut guillotine. And that's another thing. So there's like, there's like the whole toilet section and then you have the whole like seat section. So you get yourself okay. a good old porcelain throne and then you have to decide like, okay, now what seat do I want on it? And there's like a hundred different options for seats. Do you want the one that like doesn't slam whenever you shut it down? Do you want the elongated one? Do you want a round one? Do you want one that has like a heated function? Would you like a bidet included? They're so... There's an overwhelming amount of options. And, like, we're looking at these toilets, and there's some features that I just don't understand. Like, one of them literally had a sign in front of it that was like, this one can flush seven billiard balls in one go. And I'm like, why I've would never you... shit that much. <laughs> why would you ever need to flush seven billiard balls? Either change your diet or tell your child to stay away from the billiard set. Like, yeah. That, I just. I, that. That's all beside the point, but there was I like... I mean, you never know. Somebody might have just the densest poops. They eat nothing but fiber. Fiber I one guess. all day, every <laughs> day, you know? Absolutely shitting stones. <laughs> but uh, th- there was this other, like, old lady in the toilet aisle with us, and she came up to me and she was like, I never knew there were so many options. And I was like, <laughs> me too, Granny. I'm so lost right now. Do you want the one that flushes seven balls? But, um... So we got the one that was like the most eco-friendly. It flushes like 0.8 gallons at a time. And it's it's called okay. like the stealth toilet, which sounds just like like That's Jason weird. Bourne. But if he was a toilet, I guess. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like the quietest one on the market. And it uses like no water. So it's super friendly for the environment. And everything is wonderful. And I was like, cool. This one seems technologically advanced enough to live in our house. So we bring it home. And we install this thing. And like... Toilet technology has come so far since society has decided that we should shit into toilets instead of holes in the ground. Yeah. And yet the mechanisms by which the toilet is attached to the ground still remain terrible. So basically there's like <laughs> there's a, a ring that's attached to your floor and then yeah. the, the ring has these slots in it and you have these bolts. They're called toilet bolts. And you stick the bolts down. So on the nose. Okay. (laughs) You stick the bolts down like through the slots and they just, they barely grab onto the thing. So the bolts are sticking up and then you have to like lower the toilet very, very carefully onto these bolts. So it gets through the the holes and then you have to like tighten the screws, but or tighten, tighten the, uh, the bolts down on the nuts. But if you tighten it too hard because the screw, the bolts is like barely holding on down at the Uh bottom of this toilet if you tighten it too hard it's gonna pop right up and you're gonna have a loose toilet because it won't be bolted down on one side so it's just it's a long complicated process and this is our third toilet that we've had to install as a couple so i think richard and i have been like pretty well versed in the art of installing toilets and uh 
We get it on there. Well, hang on. Why is this your third? Are you guys like blowing through toilets like a <laughs> like like the knees on a kid's pants? Like, what's the deal here? <laughs> Jesus, no, you know that's why we had to get the one that flushes seven billiard balls. No, okay, okay, no, no, no. It's uh. <laughs> so when we moved into this house, we decided to replace the toilet that was in the guest bathroom because it was just old and we didn't like it. It just yeah. it didn't it didn't look nice, and the one in the master bathroom was fine, so we kept it. Last year we noticed a tree root growing up through the toilet. So we had to like remove the toilet at that time and just like uproot the root that was inside of our sewer pipe and then reinstall the same toilet. So that was toilet number two. And this is now us replacing toilet number two. Gotcha. So anyway, we get this toilet on and it's like solid and stable and the bolts are together and everything. And like, the the instructions in this toilet, the toilet is not in one piece. The bowl is separate from the tank. Mm-hmm. And the instructions in the toilet are just like, put the tank on the bowl. You're good. You're done. And we had this like extra piece left over. And it's like this silicone ring. And we're like, maybe it's an optional ring. Does it go up inside the toilet? Does it go on the base? Where I don't, it's not addressed at all in okay. the manual. So we just kind of like leave it aside. And... We give the toilet good old test afterwards, like just a, just a standard flush after we get the, you know, the, the bowl and the tank and yeah. everything assembled, we give it a good old flush and like the water in the toilet itself doesn't go anywhere. And we're like, okay. maybe it's because it's such a low flow. Maybe there's like no overturn. And so we put like a single square of toilet paper into the toilet and see what that does. And we hit the flush button and like it just, it just barely moves the toilet paper. We're like, okay. that's not right. <laughs> just yeah. a little whisper of a flush. I was like, this can't be correct. There's got to be something that we're missing or doing wrong. But like the toilet's all together and it's solid. It's not rocking or anything. So we probably don't need that stupid silicone seal that they've included in the box for no apparent reason that isn't in the instruction manual anywhere. So... We had to uh, do some Googling, do some YouTubing. And there's like a lot of complaints from people about this toilet, about how it has such a low flesh. And we're like, okay. maybe this is just how it's designed. It just doesn't like you're, you're sacrificing your, your poop flushes for the economy or whatever, the economy of the water usage. Yeah. But no. So eventually we're like, what if we just hold down the flush button? So we hold it down and all of the water in the tank of the toilet comes just rushing out in the unsealed place between the toilet bowl and the toilet tank. Just water fucking everywhere, just all over the Where bathroom. Where the little ring should go, Where right? the little ring should go. That's never, yeah. ever addressed in the manual. So They're like, well, see, we don't need to tell you because you'll figure it out. Yeah, you know. Wink, <laughs> wink. I mean, what in the... F- it's, it's so frustrating to me that, like, I have done technical writing at my job... Yeah. And, like, you have to do it to such a specific degree. Like, pretend you're talking to a five-year-old at all times whenever you're doing technical writing. Because in the event that you don't and you just leave a part in the box unaddressed, you're going to have a married couple somewhere with a fucking empty toilet and a bathroom floor full of water. So we had to, like, take the toilet off entirely again and, like, use every single towel in the house, which is yeah. where I come in with the, the towel shortage. So every single towel in the house is wet and terrible and full of toilet water. And uh, and then my cat has his poop accident and then we had to use my towel on him. So in in the most long story short kind of way, 
I don't have any towels to shower with right now. So, <laughs> that's... so, so you stinky. So I stinky. I just want to shower. I, gotcha. and I can't have a shower because my towels are currently in the dryers after I mean, this recording. Just... <laughs> can't you just go outside to the fire pit and just kind of like air dry? <laughs> I guess. Just naked ass in my backyard. Hey, neighbor. Just like, I mean, you got a fence. Just be like, no one look over my fence. Don't go to your roof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm drying. And they just see your hands up like above your fence line. You're just <laughs> <air>. <laughs> They're like, is she doing yoga? Like, what's going on over there? Yep. Oh, my God. That's funny. So that's where I'm at today. That's the energy I'm bringing to this recording. That's amazing. Seems like a lot has been weighing on your mind and it's, your toilet. There's, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but we fixed the toilet. The cat is bathed. And does it flush fine. properly now, though? It are flushes good so good. Okay, good. <laughs> How are you tonight? Um, Taylor was like, are you hungry? Are you ready for dinner? And I was like, no, I'm not really hungry. And she goes, yeah, you don't, you don't eat when you're sad. Oh. And I was like... I guess so, because I haven't eaten really in, like, a couple days. You should eat. I mean, like, I've had some food, but not, like, a lot of food. Okay. Like, I'll typically eat once a day when I'm sad, I guess. <laughs> All right. So you just. But Taylor, like, points this out, just goes, yeah, you don't really eat when you're sad, so you must be sad, because I was like, I don't really want dinner, and I'm, I'm still not hungry now. Well. Like, I'm just not hungry. Food sounds awful. That's uh, one of the textbook signs of depression right there, my friend. I guess so. That's like, what yeah. happens when when jobs are awful. I mean, I guess. That's, that's life right now, isn't it? Yeah, for both of us. So what's going on at your job? Anything new or just the same old shit that they're pressing upon you? Let me, well, let me crack this first. Mm. This is my dinner. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been like that. Uh, no, when I'm sad, I tend to eat everything in the house, so. That's what Taylor said. But have you ever just, like, had, like, a beverage for dinner? I mean, I guess. Like, have you ever been like, I'm not hungry, like, I'm just thirsty, and you just have a drink, and you're like, that's good enough. <laughs> and not no. in recent memory. Because I've done that with a, with, with a Dr. Pepper plenty of times. That's not, that's not good for you. And so this is my second one tonight now. And my dinner will have concluded. Okay, second dinner. Until I probably go eat some, like, peanut butter M&Ms or something. That's the way. Um, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> um, the job really hasn't changed. There's nothing really wrong. It's just the idea of thinking, this is, like, my role in the world, is doing this. Like, this is what I contribute to the world. Yeah. Is that... Is like that that function. That's what's weighing on me. Yeah. I know that feeling. I mean, you texted me earlier that you just said, like, I work to live. And that's just kind of the mentality that I have to keep in order to stay in an office job, you know? Yeah. Because, like, as much as I want to have a full-time podcasting job, that would be, you know, cool and all. But, like, you got to have just a job that you do to fund hobbies such as this. Yeah. Well, so, and then that's what I meant too. Like I work to live, not like I live to work because yeah. some people just pour everything into their profession or career because that's what makes them. 
You yeah. Know? And I will never be that kind of a person unless I get into a job unless that I'm it was deeply passionate about. The podcasting thing. Yeah. I would pour myself into this doing all kinds of shit. Right. You know? But that would be different. I mean, there are people that truly love the office environment or whatever, and that is what they live to do, is right. to be that, you Just know? That strange breed out there. I mean, the office thrives on those people, so, I mean, they're necessary, right? Yeah, I mean, they're the ones that make it keep keep running, you yeah. know? And I know several people at my job that are that person, you know? Yeah. I mean, there there are people at my job who, I mean, are unmarried, don't have, like, really any other family. They just work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'll admit, when I really started at Lyceum, like, going, going in it, I didn't really have anybody else. I just worked. Yeah. I I worked a lot. That's that's how it goes. Like that was me with my first office job. I was like, I'm just gonna throw myself into this and get promoted as fast as possible, and I'll be like the best person in the office. And then I realized corporations will take advantage of people like that. You have to yeah. care very little, <laughs> go in with like the lowest of bars. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I guess apparently I'm sad. I'm sorry. And I didn't really understand I was that sad. I guess. Yeah. That's my energy. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, well, well, like, I'm happy because now I'm, I'm off work, you know? Yeah. And we're I've recording. Like, we're having a fun time. I've, like, been playing God of War already. Like, I've been doing a bunch of stuff tonight, so I'm good. It's you good. Know? Hobby's got to keep you going. Exactly. Uh, but I did want to tell you about this. Speaking of just weird shit, uh, I'm pretty sure Taylor brought this up in the Discord But I just wanted to address it on the show in case we have listeners who haven't quite stepped into the Discord world, haven't decided to jump on the Patreon. I don't want you to be excluded from this because I feel like you got to know about it. Yes, tell us. I've never in my life thought about this, but I feel like it was a, it was like the next logical evolution of the concept. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anti-vaxxers. That uh-huh. don't want to vaccinate their children. I don't know why it never occurred to me they would also think, hey, why would I vaccinate my animals? I really hate that concept. And I was like, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. I mean... If you're if you're <laughs> against vaccinations, why wouldn't you apply it down the ballot? I you know? Yes. I just like do they think the rabies vaccine is going to give their dog autism? Like, what are they worried about? I don't know what they're thinking about it. Because I know that's the whole argument for for people. It's, yes. oh, it gives you, like, mental disorders. Right. But you do know that if you don't vaccinate your dog for rabies and they catch rabies, they are now just dead? Yes. Like, there's not a cure. <laughs> you just... Yeah, there's no cure for that. Yeah, that and really... I wonder if they think, hey, well, there's a cure for us. Seven shots in the stomach. Dogs God. don't get that option. No. I honestly didn't know that. I thought there was a cure for it, too, because there was one for us. And then I, I had watched Cujo one, one day <laughs> and was like, yeah, what's the deal with rabies? And learned that in the year of our Lord 2021, to date, there's no cure for that. Once a dog catches it, it's done. 
yeah, like it's in your brain. And I mean, even for humans, once it gets to a certain point, like if you get to the point where you are, there's like a, a weird thing with rabies where you get afraid of water for some reason. Okay. And if you get to that point as a human, I think that's like the point of no return. That's just weird to me that there's still some of these things that we've known about for so long that we yeah. can't figure out how to get rid of, you know? Because it like roots into your brain and gets at you there, like at the core, you know? Yeah. It's a horrible thing. And I cannot believe, like, there should be, I mean, isn't it illegal to not vaccinate your animal for a deadly disease that can be spread to other animals and humans? I would think so. You would think so. Like, and I would feel like if you're an anti-vaxxer, you probably take your dog to a groomer. I guess. There's, there's like no way you're not just like, because I feel like the people that are anti-vaxxers most of the time are a little bit more on like the rich side of the world. You think so? I think so. I always associated that more with like an upper class kind of thing. I always associate Whereas it with like the uneducated, which everybody tends else to be is like, more... dude, we're getting sick. We, we need to be cured. Yeah, but like, look at the current state of America with the the vaccine fear. Like, that's true. That's a lot of uneducated, poorer areas that just don't want the vaccine because they're afraid of it. Yeah, because they haven't learned science. Yeah, that's true. Well, so that brought up another thing. We were talking about how when you went into middle school, uh-huh. do you do you not remember? It was like okay, before before Kelsey can start school, she's gonna need. A, B, C worth of shots. Yeah, like they give you a whole list and they're like, go get your child vaccinated. They don't do that anymore. What? Because I guess people have created so much of a stink about anti-vax. Like, it, it's it's not a requirement for that to happen now. Oh, my God. So We're now really going to die. Like, <laughs> yeah. So now I'm sitting here. You know, you can't take your animals to be groomed unless they're vaccinated because you can't have that stuff spreading where a bunch of animals are going to congregate. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I asked Taylor because she does the mobile grooming, right? Yeah. So since they're like one dog at a time, is that why her company doesn't require vaccines for animals? I think so. I'm not sure. But then you got to think, what if the dog with rabies bites the groomer? That's true as well. You're like, shit out of luck, you know? Yeah, because now you've lost the customer and a groomer. Yes. But then that brings up, like, boarding for animals. You know, I think you need to have vaccines for that, too. But I'm wondering if there's some places that don't need it for that, either. That worries me, man. I don't know why, but I just assumed it was anti-vaxxing for people. And, the you know, it just kind of stopped there. Yeah. <laughs> like I never thought of the next step would be like, yeah, well, who else gets those? animals your pets and people don't do it i had no idea this was a concept anti-vaxxers for dogs that doesn't make sense to me it had never crossed my mind ever yeah i was like oh yeah people don't vaccinate their kids but of course they got their rabies shots like yeah that makes sense it's fucking weird man i don't really have anything to say about it i just (laughs) wanted to be known that i've never once considered it and I wonder if any of you have been like, oh, yeah, I thought about that day one when I heard people weren't going to do their kids. It just made sense. Yeah. If anybody out there knows. I want to I want to say if you, you like... know an anti animal vaxxer 
Find out why they don't want to do it. Yeah, and see what if they can they persuade them to do it <laughs> while you're there. That would be good. And while you're at it, persuade them to get the, the coronavirus vaccine also, because... Yeah. Well, that's just a thing that's happening right now. People are just still refusing to get the vaccine. That's You, you know, just... people that don't want to get the vaccine, they're so chuggy. So chuggy, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That got brought up in our little group, right? Yeah. Discord. Discord's popping, guys. I'm telling you, if if you're not in it, you might want to get in there. We talk about some wild shit some all the time. Good conversations happen in the, the Patreon Discord. So I learned of a new word. I heard of it via Twitter because there was a, apparently like a New York Times article written that this word has entered the vernacular. Uh, the word chuggy. C-H-E-U-G-Y. Kelsey. Robert. That is such an ugly word. I hate it so much. I think I now understand how people feel about the word moist. Oh my god, yeah. Chuggy gives me that feeling, I think. It makes me feel like I'm about to throw up. It's chuggy. Chuggy. (laughs) Taylor said, I think I know why it's gross. Because it sounds like loogie. Ew, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ew. Like, it just has a horrible connotation in the word. You know? Yeah, I don't like it. So, Chugi, for those who are unaware, uh, it's it was apparently coined in, what, like, 2015? And Something I like have not heard of it until now. I just, I feel so old sometimes when I hear a word that, like, the cool teens are using that I am not privy to. Like, yeah. <laughs> this word has been in circulation for six years, and I have heard of it via a new york times article like wow but um <laughs> so apparently chuggy is just like a, a kind of a a word to reference the collective i don't know awkwardness grossness synonym for yeah basic yeah that's basically it but like it encompasses more than just you know the basic bitch because basic it conjures to mind like starbucks cup Uggs, leggings as pants. <laughs> like, that's that's basic. Having a balayage. Yeah. These are all basic things. But, like, chuggy also pertains to, like, crocs or minions or <laughs> just other stuff that's, like, not popular. The, the whole, like, I mustache you a question where mustaches were on everything. Bacon as a concept is chuggy. There's just so much, like... I, I'm not trying to defend the concept of these things that have been deemed chuggy. I am yeah. trying to understand why we need a new know, word for it. I mean, I guess vernacular is always evolving and changing, so I'm not opposed to the word. I'm just offended that I didn't hear about it for six years. I think that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> I'm offended that it's that it's an awful word. Yeah, they did choose a really nasty word for it. Like, why is basic not good enough? Why is basic not good enough? So Taylor was already not into the word. As we discussed, sounds like you're hawking a chuggy, right? Yes. Okay. She hates it even more from a TikTok that we found today. Okay. So she found a TikTok. She brought it in. I was watching it. And so when people are really talking about chuggy, so the article that you gave for the New York Times one, it did have like minions and that kind of stuff in it, right? Yeah. And TikTok has been, like, I guess more defining it lately. Okay. And it's basically, like, basic again. So it's, you know, pumpkin spice, 
Uggs. Wooden signs that say, like, but first I need my coffee. Okay. (laughs) All this stuff. And it has unlocked this whole flood of comments. Like, the video did not touch this topic at all. But the comments went to a whole other level with this word. Okay. Which also throws shade on, you know, your basic. All right. So, chuggy and basic are essentially this, like internalized misogyny kind of thing. Oh, all right. I knew you were going to love it. I do love internalized misogyny. (laughs) You just said, list for me the things you just said were basic. Uh, Uggs, leggings as pants, and balayage hair. Those are women things. Yes, they are. Everything that is considered basic was always things about women. Yeah, yeah. Everything that's basically chuggy, besides, I mean, like, you threw in some that make it seem like it's not quite that, but all the things in the guy's video that he listed were all things that women liked. I mean, I could totally flip it on its head, though, and list a bunch of chuggy things about men, like guys who still wear cargo shorts, people that have, like, fish in their profile pictures. That was the thing. Most of the things, when you say, you basic, because chuggy has been... Essentially, it's the equivalent to basic. Yeah. But then you threw out some where it's just like liking these certain things is kind of chuggy. Like yeah. the minions and all like that junk. minions, yes. But from what I see most of the time, it's always basically what basic is. Okay. And it's all things about women. Uggs, the leggings, you know, pumpkin spice, the little wooden signs and all that stuff. Yeah. And so it was funny when Taylor asked me like where it came from, I was like, wasn't your basic kind of women putting down other women? Yes. <laughs> and she was like, no, men came up with your basic. Did they? Apparently, that's kind of like where it came from in a way. I thought it was like a cattiness among women. I always thought that too. But essentially, it's kind of this misogynistic thing of like, girls can't like stuff. And if you do like it, you're basic or now you're chuggy, right? Ugh, okay. So there's this whole debate about what's chuggy now and how it's essentially just, oh, yeah, women like things. Let's hate that they hate that stuff or hate that they like that stuff. Yeah. Women are always subjected to so much more scrutiny, I feel, than men are. (laughs) Yeah. So then I want you to play that game with me then because we were kind of playing it earlier. Okay. What is your basic for men? Because it's true Men don't have the same equivalent. We don't have a a a basic. Okay, yeah. So like what I is can, basic? I can define like things about men that would be considered basic. Are you looking for like a solid word to describe all of that in total? No, just like all right, so pumpkin spice. That's a thing that's basic. Uh-huh. You know, the uggs and all that stuff. Give me things for men that are basic. Okay, uh Bud Light. <laughs> But ice, any form of bud. I was going to say uh, wearing a ball cap all the yes. time. Snapbacks. <laughs> like, if you're wearing a hat like that, that's basic. Because basic. all guys do it. Having a, pr- a fish in your profile picture, especially on, like, a dating app. So you said that. I um, said being into cars like that. Being into cars, yeah. Or, like, having... That's just, like, a thing with dudes. So that's basic. Yeah. Having a Jeep that you, like, have totally... <laughs> poured all of your salary into like 
I see so many like custom Jeep asshole bros. Yeah. There's so many things that you could say you're basic to a guy for as well. But we don't catch that. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. When you say you're basic, when you say you're chuggy, all the first things that come to mind are girly things. Yeah. And that's what's trending on TikTok right now. And I feel like that's a rabbit hole you might want to go down. Yeah, that's interesting. Che- and Jeez, and, I can't speak. Everything that <laughs> comes out of my mouth is trying to be chooky. That's an interesting take. <laughs> I mean, it really was because Taylor, Taylor was trying to, like, see if I'd fall into it. She didn't want to say, like, it's about women, right? Yeah. She was like, what do you think of? And I was like, well, really, it's all girl things. And she was like, <laughs> shit, you're, you're there, you know? Because she's been reading that whole comment section, like, all day long. Damn. That's that's a, a fun rabbit hole to fall down by the sounds of it. And it was funny, because I started to look in it, and people had asked, you know, hey, what about the men version? And I was like, yeah, what's up with that? And the comments never go anywhere. It, like, the people kill it and make it die right there. Like, they don't want men to be described in the basic chuggy fashion. God. Like, it's, it's it, 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 like, just doesn't happen. Well, ladies, you know what we got to do now? We got to just start coming up with a new ugly word to describe basic men. I want to know the male, uh, the male equivalent to Chuggy. <laughs> I think, I think if women can have one, why can't we have one? Yeah. But then, you know, I kind of said, well, we don't really have like a basic, but when we like something that's looked down at. Yeah. So like me liking games, typically if you like games... You're viewed as lazy, childish, or whatever. But we don't have, like, a word for it. It's just like, right. oh, you like games? You're That's like gamer. stupid. You know? Yeah. But we don't have one word that hates on everything about us. What about you know? incel? Not calling you an incel or gamers in general incels, but just, like, the concept of being an incel. Is that something that we could say that is akin to Chuggy? Can you define? Because I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know what incel is? No, I don't. Oh, this is a big juicy coconut I'm about to crack open for you. So incel (laughs) is involuntarily celibate. It's (laughs) dudes that can't fucking get laid and they blame it on their genetics and they blame it on women. Oh, so fedora dudes. Yeah. So you've heard the term Chad, right? Yeah. Okay. So when a man is describing somebody who is a Chad, that's somebody who has like a strong jawline and he's got the genetics that will get him the women. He, he could never be an incel. Chads are not incels. They are the exact opposites. So okay. there's like, there's a whole incel culture. But the thing about incels is that they like fully own the culture. And I don't think people that are chuggy would own chugginess. Yeah. They would hate that because you're saying my stuff is bad. Yeah. But also to flip it, like the women who define themselves as basic, they know they're basic and they kind of lean into that culture a little bit, you know, but also, What's wrong with liking pumpkin spice? What is wrong with liking pumpkin spice? It's because, delicious. <laughs> as I said to Taylor, you girls get it three months of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you for going rabid when it comes back. It's a delightful treat and I enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of what, and I mean, that's like me when Reese's does Reese's eggs or Reese's yes. Christmas trees. Like, yes. fuck, I'm, I'm going to go to town. Because I don't get it throughout right. the year. Because Reese's eggs, they're different. They're better. They are. <laughs> they're just better. <laughs> I flip my shit for Reese's eggs and I'll be all over them as soon as they pop up. You know? 
Yeah. How is that different than the pumpkin spice thing? Yeah. I. It's a whole interesting concept about, like, who gets to call what and who gets to define the culture of something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm... Now, I do want to lay out this one because he did point this out in the video. And this kind of goes in with minions. It's not exactly like a girly thing or whatever. Okay. But apparently one of the big things that Gen Z is classifying as chuggy. You ready? Uh-huh. Is liking Friends, the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you pivot, pivot, you chuggy as fuck. Okay. Well. And I don't care then. I, I am super chuggy. That was uh, like my favorite show. I will be chuggy. Let me be yeah. chuggy. And I will be a, a chuggy 31-year-old millennial, and I'll be happy with it, okay? Yeah. We've kind of defined it, but I just wanted to give you that little extra tidbit that it's going back to this whole basic being misogynist, like, backstory that's been going on for, like, a decade since that word's been around, you know? Yeah. So... You might have to go look into that and see where that goes, because I'm definitely going to look up some more stuff about it later. And I do want to clarify, like, I don't hate on the concept of basic. I feel that I fall into the category of basic as it's defined. Like, I wear leggings as pants. I love Ugg boots. I have worn a curly balayage. I think it's a beautiful hairstyle. (laughs) I mean, it was the catchphrase of the good place. Yeah. Yeah, basic. basic. Yeah. It's fine to have basic interests (laughs) in a basic style there's there's no crime there i mean not everybody can be you know on like the cutting edge of fashion or whatever else sometimes you know hey this is comfy and i like it yeah and hold on before we move on from chuggy i have one more thing about it okay so herbal essence shampoo okay yeah explain (laughs) i don't i did not get that part this apparently also falls into the category of what is chuggy so Herbal Essence Shampoo is just notoriously a shampoo that, like, you use in middle school because it's the cheap one and it smells nice. And it's not, like, particularly good for your hair, but I don't think it's particularly bad for your hair either. And, I mean, it's a little bit classist to just call a whole suite of products affordable products chuggy, right? Yeah. If you're not using, like, the Gucci shampoo or whatever, then you're chuggy. Like, I mean, I was always partial to Garnier Fructis, but Garnier you know, Fructis. Yeah, I actually used a lot of their products, like all the way through high school. Um, but now yeah. I'm an Aussie man. A what man? Aussie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm all about that. But now I need to find something different because I got the longer hair, and it like really just bogs <laughs> it down. I need, I need some volume for my side part. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just think. I, I think chuggy is a way for people to dunk on people that can't at times that at times cannot afford things that are considered fashionable or in vogue. You know, you're going to have to tell me because I have never heard it. Clearly, it's not a thing for men because men have fucking body wash that triples. God, you guys have stuff that's like brush your teeth with it. Wash your ass with it. It's a toenail clipper like. And a, a it goes in, in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of guys like, yo, dude, are you using the herbal essences? Like we don't discuss what we're using. Is it a thing? Have you ever experienced like talking to another girl, woman, whatever. And they're like, 
what do you use on your hair? And they judge it. Yeah. Has that ever been a thing? Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm whenever I see a girl with good hair, I'm always just like, hey, what products do you use? And I'm not one to judge. You know, if they say, like, it's Pantene, I'm like, that's fucking cool. Maybe I should try Pantene. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a common thing. Women will ask each other all the time, like, what products do you use just for recommendations and stuff? So it comes up in day-to-day conversation. It's not unusual for someone to just be like, what do you got? What what kind of hygiene things are you putting on your body? Gotta say, I've never once been like, yo, dude, you smell nice. kind of body wash are you using? Because <laughs> then you'd be called gay because people are homophobic. I picture ours would be like, you would you would compare to like how many things in one your thing is. <laughs> like, psh, I got the four in one. Like, I shower in like 30 seconds. And then this oh, guy's like, psh. You use shampoo and conditioner i have the 10 in one i don't even need to get in the shower they're like dude you heard of like spray on shampoo i fucking just spray myself with this like axe type stuff i'm fucking clean dude i just think about shampoo and i'm clean bloop i'm clean (laughs) like i feel like that would be ours who can cram the most stuff into a product and i hate that stuff I, there's no good reason to have just like a Swiss army knife for your body wash. You should have different products, in my opinion. I haven't used like a two-in-one shampoo in a long time. And I had to the other day because there just wasn't anything else. Because I went to my parents and like Taylor had taken a shower for some reason. So I was like, well, I'm going to go use dad's, right? Yeah. And he has like a body wash plus shampoo and conditioner all in one thing right how do they fit it all in one bottle robert i just don't get it it's just it's just one thing and it just i don't think it is shampoo nor conditioner i think it's just a bubbly soap that you just rub all over it's dawn dish soap but here's the thing because here's what i hate have you ever used a shampoo that like when you're like rubbing your fingers through it your hair is like squeaky yes and you, like, stick to it yes that's what a two-in-one duh, is yeah it's, it's just like, it's that feeling only like right? on your scalp you can feel you can feel the clean but kelsey when i like rinsed it out boy my hair was bouncy and soft though <laughs> i hated using it but the outcome was good okay I don't know. Maybe it's classes for me to hate on six in one shampoos. Maybe maybe people need those. Hey, those people value time. Yeah. Over the money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, I just want to get in and out. Speaking of time, this is going to set up a longer conversation that I want to have with you. Okay. I just want to preface with, I want to have an episode about chores with you. Episode about choring? <laughs> about, about Dustin vacuuming oh God. laundry all the things that you do how you do it what you like to do what you don't like to do all that kind of stuff i want to okay. have i i want to have a deep dive conversation on that shit one one just day. a whole like how we get clean kind of thing pretty much all right i like that so what inspired this saturday i was off from work and i was like man i gotta fucking do laundry you didn't have towels we didn't have fucking nothing We haven't done stuff in a while. Yeah. And I was like, I just have to do laundry. I go to do the laundry and, you know, the worst part is the folding. Yep. Folding takes a long time. And I cannot just fold laundry. I have to do something. Gotta have a movie or a podcast on. I was like, yeah. 
I'm going to turn on like a TV show or something. Yeah. Well, so I was going to watch a movie. I couldn't think of one. So I was like, you know what? I kept seeing that one show. I'm going to try it out while I'm folding the laundry, right? Okay. So I started that show, Invincible. All right. It's an Amazon original. And I know that I don't like the Amazon, but I was like, well, I still have Prime for now. I'm going to watch the show. Okay. Uh, I'll watch the full season. Oh, shit. (laughs) I guess it was good. I didn't stop. Okay. This show has been recommended to you by Stu before, right? No. No? Uh, No. Stu has no idea what this is. Invincible. Now, Invincible is a superhero cartoon show. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is the original comic book by Robert Kirkman, who made The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I've not. uh, This is not the one I was thinking of. Yeah. So Invincible was his like original comic that came out first. The Walking Dead was like shortly after. And then he was working on both of these throughout their full runs. Okay. So this is like his near and dear to his heart because it was like his first or something. Yeah. Like he's always loved it and he's always wanted it to be something. And Amazon picked it up as a show. Nice. Oh, Stephen Yun is also a part of it. Yeah. It's got a lot of big mouth people in it. Like I, I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice. Taylor came in for one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's like the main kind of guy. Okay. Uh, I was going to sell you with that one. Cause I mean, of course he's good. He's fucking JK Simmons. He's, he's, he's just good. He's just good. (laughs) He's just good. But so Taylor came in at one point and she goes, is that fucking Mark Hamill? And I was like, you cannot hear the man (laughs) and not know it's Mark Hamill. (laughs) So yeah, Mark Hamill was in it. It's a good fucking show. It's not for kids. Okay. It's definitely not for children. And it's a different type of show. It's animated, as I said, right? Yeah. The episodes are an hour long. Oh, shit. Like, it's like an actual show. Nice. None of those shows felt one hour. I mean, I was entranced each and every one. And I'm so glad that I came to it when I did... Because it was, like, coming out weekly. So I got to watch the full season with no breaks. Oh, damn. Nice. And I was like, okay, when season two comes out, <laughs> I'm going to wait till it's over. Because I don't think I can wait week to week for that shit. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. I loved it. I'm looking at the cast. There's, like, there's like six Walking Dead people in here. Yeah, there's, a, there's like, Walking Dead and Big Mouth people. That's, like, the two big groups. Yeah, so like Lauren one. Cohen, Sonico Martin-Green, Chad Coleman, Michael Kudlitz, Lenny James. They just like crammed all of them in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's tons of characters. It's way more adult than you would think. It has a way harder story. And I think that's kind of Amazon's thing right now. Because they have a show called The Boys. Yeah, Haley's recommended that one to me. Yeah, where it takes the idea of superheroes and kind of turns it on its head. Okay. So this show is not, when we get superheroes, and I think that's the trend for superheroes in general in this climate of the world, we're not getting heroes as if they were totally perfect. That's the way they used to be. Yeah, we get like a broken man. Superheroes were like pristine. They were like the best, you know? Yeah. Superheroes do no wrong. And now we're really taking them as either heroes, they don't know what to do. They're just people, or you flip it and go, but what if they're not good? Right. You know, like, what if they're not 
up to it morally, which is what the boys is. You Walter know? Wright really like ushered in the era of the anti-hero. Yeah. So it's like a story about heroes, but you're like, man, they're not all that good <laughs> at doing it. Or some of them don't even want to do it, you know? All right. And I just really liked it. And I bought the entire comic book series over the weekend. Okay. So this is your new thing. So this is my new thing. Like, I'm about it. I'm super fucking about it. And my thing that I've told people is, watch the first episode. And if you're not into it by the first one, you can be done. Okay. Like, the first show gives you everything you need to know. How many episodes are there? There's only eight. Oh, okay. But they're an hour long, so I watched it for eight hours. My God. I mean, I... When I watch TV, I watch TV. You know? I don't watch it in spurts. I, like, take a day out of my life. (laughs) And just, like, get it done. You know? Okay. But I watched the full thing. I thoroughly enjoyed it if... You want just a different kind of show? I think it's interesting. All right. So I've been recommending it, but I, I'm i also fair. If you don't like it by the first one, I think you should just move on. Okay. You know? Good enough. Uh, speaking of shows, so I had previously recommended to you the TV show Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching more of it, and I... Again, with this one, I gave you a fair chance. I was like, if you don't like the first, like, three episodes, give it three episodes or so. And if you don't like those, you're not going to like it. Okay. I finished uh, season two and have been watching season three. Okay. And I actually just can't stand the show anymore. <laughs> oh, no. It turned on you. <laughs> it turned. So, like, it's one of those shows where they'll, like, take a bit and just drive it into the ground. Mm. and. Okay. That could be funny for, like, one or two episodes if they're doing, you know, a specific gag. But that's their whole thing now. They just take, like... Like, it's just that. It's just that. They just take, like, one bit. And they do that bit, like, six times in an episode. (laughs) And it's like, please, move on to anything else. Yeah. So, I I think I'm abandoning this one. And I would like to... You're done with that one? I think I'm going to rescind my recommendation, even. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I mean, the first season... Is is pretty decent. The second season's also good. Past that, I'd say jump ship. Okay. Unless you're just like super digging the the whole like same fart joke five yeah. times over, then you know, by all means continue watching. Okay. I mean, I did like the clip that you sent me. I do need to try it at some point. Yeah, I mean there's there's good episodes for sure, but now when, when you hit that's season a three, show that Stu told me about. Yeah. <laughs> So, sorry, Stu, to disappoint you. <laughs> um, how many seasons are there, though? There's like nine. And you're done at three? What if yeah. it's What if it's just the dip and then it climbs to a high you never expected, Kelsey? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to have to watch a newer episode and see if it's still the same stuff. And if it well, is, Well, I guess that's the thing. Is it worth sticking it out through the dip? It's you know? not. <laughs> I can't make it through the dip. Because, I mean, to watch a show simply to watch it is not enough. You got to care enough to want to go through the dip. And it sounds like the show's just not that gripping. No, it's not. Okay. And speaking of things 
that I hate. <laughs> that are not gripping? Things that are not gripping. I was uh, listening to a podcast today about uh, the video game Control, which you mm-hmm. and I reviewed for our Patreon $5 tier. Mm-hmm. Um, we've let on in the episode before, we don't like this video game. We didn't like it. It wasn't good. I liked it. Didn't love it. Okay. But I also played it. <laughs> so you basically watched it, Kelsey. I basically watched it. I I, I didn't play Control. Control played me. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> so I was listening to this podcast. It was three video game reviewers. It's a podcast called Triple Click that I really enjoy. Okay. And I was like, okay, these are game journalists. They're going to like tear this game apart because you and I agree that the story, there's nothing to it in this game. There's nothing there, right? I guess unless you read the stuff and some people like I the read mystery. The stuff. Oh, yeah, I, you did. I read I none of fucking, them. I read all of it. I read, I read the stuff. Okay. Um, so this review, they started out just by saying like, that they all thought it was a good game. And I was like, okay, so they're going to get into it and they're going to like pick it apart, but they're going to call it a good game at the end because of the combat or whatever. And like, no, they all loved all of it. Like all of them just enjoyed it front to back. They thought that it was like really well designed. They didn't have any complaints about the level designs or about the repetition of the same waves of enemies over and over. They didn't have any complaints about the story or about how it didn't resolve at all or about like any of the combat nuances. They had they had no complaints. They're in the pocket of that I, of, of that place. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I was like, maybe they got paid for this. I don't know, but because all nobody really... that even likes Alan Wake, okay, so loves the story because they're like, it doesn't make sense. We just like the game and the idea. Yeah, so no one they likes also, the story. They talked about Alan Wake too. They were like. Just they were saying about how they all love Alan Wake so much, and they they really enjoyed the mystery of that, and so they were happy to see the same kind of mystery and control. And I was like, "There's no mystery. There's nothing at all. Like you just get half of a story that nobody bothered to finish." Maybe some people think that's so artsy, though. They're oh god, they didn't even tell us anything. That's so smart of them. It's so oh wow, it's so bad. And at the end of the game, they or at the end of the. Uh, the review they were all like yes we recommend this a hundred percent even if you have never played alan wake or if you don't if you're not sure if you like it you should go ahead and play it because it's an incredible game and it can't be beat it's just amazing oh it can be beat oh it can be beat <laughs> not by me but you know <laughs> i thought it was very fun i thought the story would have taken me somewhere i i thought it was building but it's the side quests that are building. All the side quests build the story. And you're like, wow, this is interesting. And then the main story is nothing. It's fully just flatlined the entire that's, time. That's the problem. Because you get these like high highs from the side quests. But then when you like beat the game, the climax of the game is so low. Like it it's would, it would so dilute low. that feeling, you know? Yeah. So I just had to like... <laughs> yell with you about that because I didn't think that anybody out there could give this game a high rating but there are apparently people that really enjoyed it so I mean I've heard of tons of people that loved it I remember when it came out people were really fighting for it to be game of the year that year I'm glad it wasn't and I think it should have been in the aspect of gameplay 
I think it's so interesting, the mind powers and the gun and all that stuff. I think that's cool. And I still love that part of it. Yeah. But the game changes nothing about my life. Like, it didn't open my eyes or perspective to anything else. No, absolutely not. I was just like, this is is a good time kill. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I enjoy shooting things with this gun and they give me waves of people to do that with. That's fun enough. That's what I took from it. Yeah. But besides that, I don't know how you can call it anything else. No. I think it has a great potential that hopefully they tap into in the next one. Are they making Control 2? Not that I'm aware of. Good. But the (laughs) game did gangbusters. It probably will get one. They also talked about how cool the motel was and how they loved the puzzles in the motel and how there was no rhyme or reason to it. And I'm like, there was absolutely rhyme or reason. It was just very simple. Like, you hit the bell three times, you open the third door. Oh, there's the key. Wow. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only one that was a puzzle was the was the clock one. Yes. And I thought that was a good one. I was like, oh, shit. I actually have to start and stop it on the times and pay attention to what's outside. Like, all right. Like, that's somewhat of a puzzle, right? I just wanted more. Out because of I had to think. Yeah. The a other ones little just, bit. like, interact with items until the doors open. Like, No, I, yeah. You just walked into each room and then you left. Yeah. That's turn it. on all three radios and you're done. Okay. Well, that was not entertaining at all. I was even overthinking them, thinking that they would be that intricate and they never were yes so i mean good on them everyone can love the stuff they love i don't i don't knock on it because i sure like my fair share of things that people don't like who are we to yuck somebody's yum but at least be fair and be like yeah the story's not good yeah (laughs) just be fair just be fair be realistic i have favorite movies I've probably said it on the show. I've said it to Taylor a billion times. There's a difference between good and favorite. Yeah. You can love something as your, like, favorite movie does not mean it's a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's just your favorite. I mean, Starship Troopers, by most accounts, people do not like that movie. They say it's not a good movie. Really? It is one of my favorite movies. There are things in it that I love. But no, it's not... It's not a, like, great movie. It's by no means perfect. It's a great movie to me, but not for everyone else. And I'm fair in that assessment. I will be open with that. Yeah. I remember there was this lady at my job who loved superhero stuff. She loved everything superhero. She watched all the DC shows that were on the CW at the time. Everything. Okay. And Deadpool came out. Okay. And I was like, all right. Deadpool came out. It's a good movie. I was like, but how do you feel about swear words? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I don't like that. And I was like, then you don't will not like Deadpool. this movie. <laughs> I was like, it's built on that. Yeah. And she was like, I'm still going to try it. And like a week or two later, she was like, uh, I tried well, I tried to watch that movie. Could not get past them fucking on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I didn't think about that aspect but yeah i mean it's a pretty hardcore movie (laughs) so she didn't make it past that okay all right well are you ready to ruin this turkey dinner (laughs) yes (laughs) okay year round okay folks 
here we are again at the end of the episode where we ask you to please tell your friends about us and help us grow this audience. Your homework this week is to get one friend, just one, just one friend who has never heard an episode, send them our Yemtope Annual O2 because that one is like a good, like just a good, what do you call it? I want to say compendium because we were talking about the Walking Dead compendiums. Okay. It's a good compendium, <laughs> a, good, a Yemtope compendium that will let them know this is what the show is all about. And then when they love that, they're going to listen to all the rest of the episodes and they're going to become a subscriber and they're going to love us all so much. So anyway, don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. Tell your friend the exact same thing. We release weekly every darn Monday. And if you got a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that really, really helps us so, so much. Yes. And while you're out there doing that, don't forget you can find us on all the social medias. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitch. And we also want to thank our patrons for keeping the lights on here at Yemtope. You've heard us drop several times in here that we have a Patreon. In case you don't know what you can get from that, if you are so inclined to join, uh, we have a $2 a month tier that gets access to our never-ending Discord community. Tons of conversations, tons of stuff. No chewy stuff in there, okay? No chewiness. And you also get little unreleased ramblings where we kind of warm up the pipes at the beginning of the show. Uh, they also kind of reference some of the jokes we make in the show. You kind of hear where we come into some stuff. Yes. Uh, and if you like that, you want just a hair more. You're like, I just want to hear a little bit more shit from them. You can upgrade to our $5 a month where you will also gain access to a exclusive YouTube review that we release every single month. Just like we were talking with Control. That was one of our last ones that we did. We do a movie. We do a game. We do a TV show. We have so many more planned for you guys. This is like one of our big things we got going right now. We have so much in the works. Things coming down the pipe. If you'd like to see what they are, maybe maybe do that $5 a month and see what we got coming up. But if that's just not in the cards for you, you just don't have anything to spare, you can always still get in touch with us through the good old classic email. Y-M-B-T-O-A-P at gmail.com. We love that listener mail. We love it so much. It's been so long since we've gotten one because we have the Discord and a lot of people just throw their stuff in there. But if you just can't get into the Discord, it's not something you want to step into yet, but you still have something for us. Send us anything you want. Give us a topic. Give us give us just a hello. Give us a what's up in your world. We just would love to hear from you. Tell us what you think about chewiness and the whole uh, yeah, basic thing. I want to know what you come up with for... The male chuggy. Yeah. What are all the things that you put on the bulletin board? Boom, boom, boom. This is chuggy, but specific to men. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He's wonderful. He's got lots of good songs. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is Yimtope chuggy? Hell no. Absolutely not. one more important sound we wanted you to hear i want to give the people one of their favorites we haven't done this in a long time okay i want to do a kelsey reacts all right i didn't really have much hope that you would probably go to invincible okay but i just wanted to show you 
the ending to the first episode. And this is what gives you that idea of whether or not you would watch it. Okay, so this is the, the scene that's going to pull me in? Maybe. A green ass dude. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> this guy looks like he wants pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> that dude's a fish, just straight up. Yeah, so that would be your Aquaman, you know. Okay. Of course. And, you know, this you got like the Flash, the flash. there. I'm about to rip this dude's head off? What's happening? Oh! Oh my god! This is the end of that first show. Like, when this scene ends, the show ends. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I've seen this. Fucking Christ. I think it is such a brilliant scene, because that music was going the whole time, and there's no music for the rest of the scene. Yeah. This is brutal. What the fuck? Smash, my God. Have you ever noticed that Robert Kirkman seems to have a thing with, like, the eyeballs Head crushing? Out? Yes. Yeah. He must have had, like, what the fuck? This man has punches that just, like, exp- Whoa! Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, why indeed? Uh, it's super fucked up. I probably won't watch, to be honest. I didn't think so, but I just wanted to know what you thought of that. 